With President Trump at the latest Rasmussen approval polls at 51% and 52%, we break down what that could potentially mean going into this election in November, comparing it to the rest of his Rasmussen approval ratings. And then we're going to break down, discuss, and just bask in what is the Candace Owens versus Cardi B beef that is going on. And it's all about politics, or as Cardi B would call it, politics. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Kill Cartoon. You can follow him personally on Twitter and Instagram at Rx Phonics. Very nice. So, Trump, Rasmussen, Cardi B versus Candace Owens. What do we discuss first? Let's talk these Rasmussen polls. It's Tam. So, in the two most recent Rasmussen polls, as we record this episode, and it will they will be the most recent Rasmussen polls when you get this episode. They had Trump at 52 and 51%. Now, why is that interesting? Why does that matter? Why do I think that there is something to be noticed about that? Those polls have Trump at 52 and 51% in approval. So the amount of people that they polled, the sample group, 51% and 52% think that he's doing a good job. They approve of the job that he's doing. The thing that you have to understand about this particular poll, and I encourage anybody that's listening to this that wants to kind of do their own due diligence on what we're talking about to go and check out these polls, this Rasmussen reports. Um, and you'll see if you do go and check Rasmussen reports that Trump, for the majority of his presidency, irregardless of whatever great things he's done or whatever he's done, period, because some people don't think the things that he's done are necessarily that great. But a lot of people do, because if you notice, if they didn't, the media would have more ammo to fire at Trump other than personal things. So... Even with everything that Trump has done from cutting taxes to his approach on on uh, immigration, the, the Supreme Court wins that he's had, the Supreme Court losses that he's had, the things that he's done in the Middle East, all of these things, Trump has never really gone above 50 in most cases, the only time you had a few cases throughout his presidency, a few days throughout his presidency where his approval rating was even anywhere near 50 throughout the course of his presidency, according to Rasmussen, most of the approval polls were in the mid to lower 40s. Yeah. And now we're entering an election and you're seeing that number go up really for him to be over 51%, he really hasn't even been 51% other than a handful of times throughout the presidency. Yeah. And in his first, like, I want to say week or two in office, you had like some 53s in there, 54s. I think the highest was like 56. Yeah. So it's pretty much um, in the realm of the highest it's been going into an election what's your take on that and well let's not forget um george w bush 
was at 51% when he got reelected. Uh, Obama was at 51% when he got reelected. You're 1% higher right now as we speak. This does not spell... Well, as we speak, he's at 51, so 51. he's the same. He was the other day at 52. Okay. If you keep that going, right? And, and let's, let's, let's compare a little bit. Um, for Bush, re-election... The time of re-election for George W. Bush was... This was before 9-11... This was a pretty successful first term. No, well, no, 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 no. 9-11 was his first yeah, term. Yeah, it was the first term, but I'm saying the fallout. So when 9-11 happened, there was still that patriotism that was going on. The fallout of the Iraq war and all that. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. So, so, And he didn't have the, the, the financial crisis yet. I think the economy no, was pretty good. No, the economy was great. Well, it looked good. Yeah. Say, yeah, yeah, like the, the yeah, there was there was that impending bubble that we'll always remember as two thousand eight, the housing crisis. But um, so they're going in, everyone's feeling patriotic, everyone's feeling you know, this is him at his highest, really, like because that really and that and that's a pretty big situation to be in the whole nine eleven situation, but you're not catching the fallout you're not you're at the i guess if if, if we're gonna call it anything i mean I, I don't i don't find that to have been a moment where any any of that w was great that's horrible uh horrible terrorist attacks but it was again everyone was united every everything was kind of going f for him 51 percent. and then for obama there really wasn't anything major going into 2012 no. uh, it was pretty not that his first term was in like was great but it was there was really no controversy nothing nothing too bad um and he was at 51 percent. and this is a guy that was pretty much the media was very friendly with him very softball questions um yeah not, the, nothing too drastic like the, the 2012 issues uh because i as i was telling you the other day that mm -hmm. i i uh i recently watched or rewatched some debates, and one of the debates that I rewatched was Romney. No, no, no. It, it was the Romney versus Obama election, but the debate that I rewatched was Biden versus Paul Ryan, the vice presidential candidate debate. And it was a lot of talk about the Iran nuclear deal. Yeah. It was a lot of talk about like the role of government because obviously government's role bolstered drastically yeah. under Obama. Uh, so, yeah, they weren't like major. Well, I mean, I think the Iran nuclear deal is a major issue, but I don't think many Americans saw that as a major issue. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with your assessment. Yeah. So you're going in. And, it and, a, and a stagnated economy, like because. Obama and and Biden did not really grow the economy like that fast. It was the most actually they say it was the most stagnated recovery in history. Oh wow. Yeah, like it grew very slow. That's that's uh that's wild and and even then nothing too controversial from the media. no 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 really no pushback. You're going in against Romney, who actually in the debates, you know, he did say Iran, or not Iran, uh, he did say Russia can be an issue. We have to deal with them. And Obama laughed it off. And so did the public laugh it off when he was like, you, what, what is this, Cold War era shit? What are you talking about? Fast forward to now. Oh, now all of a sudden <laughs> the media thinks Russia's the worst and mm -hmm. they're a problem. But never mind what Romney said. And this was before, or I'm not sure if it was before Crimea or after when they took that peninsula from Ukraine, mm -hmm. uh, or or I'm not I'm, I'm not quite sure, but Obama let that shit ride. But anyway, that's beyond the point. They're coming in, and they're not really. There's nothing crazy going on now. Trump's situation, COVID nineteen, impeachment, um, just. Uh, an economy that's yeah. that's in a in a rough place because yeah. of the lockdowns. 
in 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 a in a very rough place. Uh, the rioting, the looting. All in all, you have your hands pretty pretty full. Very full. <laughs> you had fifty one percent, and I think you know, given the circumstance, I think you're starting to see how people look at it, which is, well, what are you gonna do? It's a fucking virus. I, what what do you do? Like, no matter what leader we would have had, it's a virus. Yeah, I uh, don't think that the Democrats' message that this virus is all Trump's fault, I don't think it's really sticking no. like they want it to. Like, I think there's enough information out there about the virus. Yeah. And... By and large, people are, are are smart enough to know how a virus more or less works. And then on top of that, Trump has a lot of talking points that counteract that message that the Democrats are trying to throw out. For one, a huge one is when he shut down travel between here and China. Yes. And a lot of those people were calling that shit xenophobic. So th- these very people that are blaming dude yeah. for for the virus and this is all his fault, when he actually took what some would call drastic measures yeah. to alleviate the situation. It's quite a drastic measure, yeah. Yeah, like you're at the time you called it xenophobic. So right there you have something measurable as Trump that you can use to counteract that versus they're just talking a bunch of, oh, what we would do, what we would do, what yeah. we would do. But then when they say what they would do, it's really like nothing that isn't either implemented already or that they can do legally. Like, no. you know, the federal mask mandate, which I don't know if you've seen that, but in the last week or so, they've flip-flopped on that a few times. The the Biden-Harris ticket, yeah. Biden kind of flip-flopped. He's like, oh, well... It wouldn't be a federal mandate. He's like, man, uh, you know, the Constitution, the Constitution. But, but you were saying <laughs> but before you were saying you would put a federal mandate. Yeah. And then Harrison in an interview recently said, oh, it would be a federal standard, but not a mandate. It's like, oh, now all of a sudden you guys care about the Constitution when yeah. when the fear of the virus. Yeah was at a certain point, you were all about federal mandate, federal mandate, but now that the it seems like overall the fear is dying down, and even with the, the CDC sort of changing the guidelines recently of what actually constitutes a COVID death, yeah, it seems like the fear is dying down even 6%. more. It's, it, it's, it's subsiding, yeah. and now they're changing their tune, which in and of itself should show like the degree of hypocrisy that yeah. they're on. Well, there was a uh, there was a video uh, circulating uh, the internet where he's like, "It was at this moment Biden fucked up," and he took a question from a Fox reporter, and then he's like, "You kept you keep saying that Trump messed up when it come when it came to traveling and all that, but like it was it was in the same line of what you were saying." He's like, "But you said that that was bad, and and then you really didn't really have a plan. So like, what, how would you have dealt with it differently?" And then he gave one of those drawn out answers that say nothing. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, but he's you very said, good at those. Yeah. But like he's saying absolutely nothing. Like if you repeat that, like, and I, I, I challenge anyone watch the video. It's Fox news reporter. It was like the first question he's taken all year. When, when was this? This was uh, the last uh, like press conference Biden had. And for some reason he let one, he let that journalist <laughs> question him. And it was bad. Cause like, the one, the one where he he was spoke in uh, Delaware, I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I'm definitely gonna send it to you. And it was it was long, it was drawn out, and it was nothing. You said nothing. Sweet. And and if if that's what you're gonna go with, you know, because COVID nineteen will be a debate hot point. Like you're, yeah, big you're, time. And uh, if if you're gonna go with those long drawn out answers, if I'm if I'm Trump's camp, I'm saying, uh, nah, make him explain. Make him explain. Well, what are you talking about here? Because you're saying nothing. What you what do you what is this? And you can't get away like once you're debating someone, you can't just get away from that. Like, no, answer the questions. Then stop, stop running around circling this question and then like think that you answered. You didn't answer anything. 
And um, it was just hilarious because when I was watching it, I remembered when you were saying that he's very good. Uh, I don't know if you said it on, on, on an episode or if we were just talking about... No, we were talking. When when I was telling you about the little research I did and rewatching the debates, yeah, yeah I, I, I recognize that Biden is very good at giving very politician-esque answers where he'll say a lot of stuff, but really it's nothing. It's a lot of mumble-jumble, and he doesn't answer the question. And he's very good at the artful dodge, too. Yeah, Like, you could ask him a straightforward question, and and he'll be able to dodge it, um, but yet somehow make you think that he answered it. Yeah. Um, Because really, anybody that thought that he won in the debate between him and Paul Ryan, I think kind of got caught up in that because I remember having like a little back and forth with my dad about it. And at the time, my dad thought that Biden beat Paul Ryan. But really, it was a lot of artful dodges and like him kind of raising his voice and like acting like he was going to spank him like he was a kid. Come on, man. Yeah, like that that type of shit. Whereas Paul Ryan and and people criticized Paul Ryan because he was drinking a lot of water, but so I guess like it made him come off as like he was nervous or something. I yeah. don't know, but the way I looked at it is he was drinking water because he was kicking a lot of facts. So he's probably yeah. like you know his mouth probably dried up because he's kicking facts after facts after facts because he really did like he took I wouldn't say like a Ben Shapiro type of approach, but but a very downgraded version of like what a Ben Shapiro would do facts 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 yeah. and and it just wasn't sticking i guess um well it goes to show the way the public looks at th- things right yeah like, i think what we're seeing here or what you're saying is it reminds me of the um what is it uh mayweather versus de la hoya fight where de la hoya looked more aggressive but was doing nothing so in this in this regard it'd be biden was the lawyer like he's just hidden and and looking like oh i'm on the aggressor and then well people thought naturally oh well he was aggressive the whole fight he should have won what yeah. are you talking about i said well no it doesn't count if he misses every punch yeah and, and Mayweather, and if you watch that fight, mayweather was like finessing him the whole fight mm-hmm. hitting him making a miss fighting his fight but it wasn't so exciting, so everyone leaned towards, oh, the lawyer should have won, the lawyer should have won. Yeah, exactly. That That's a very good example because that's how it was. It's like Ryan was not the exciting one, but it's like this is a debate. This is yeah. not a fucking burlesque show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, so it, it might have uh, worked for him. Right. He's like, like, look, these are, let me kick these facts real quick. <laughs> he, starts taking up, a, he starts taking up his suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so so that that's my assessment of of that. Yeah. So yeah, Biden is is good at that. The only thing that I'll say, though, is he won't be able to really get away with that with Trump. One, because I think either Trump will flip that shit on him or he'll hold him to a certain standard of having to answer questions. And he definitely ain't going to be able to get away with like the whole attitude of like, I'll spank you because Trump is just as greasy, if not way more greasy than Biden. So... Yeah. In that regard, I think he's going to have a lot harder time. And to be honest with you, now looking back and putting everything in context, especially like if you go throughout the course of Biden's career and you see some of the fucked up ass shit that Biden has said throughout the course of the year. Yeah. The audacity to be upset at anything that President Trump has to say, considering that your whole career, you've said some wild ass shit. Yeah. Some wildly awful things. Yeah. So that's the other thing is now you're going to enter a realm of talking that grease, which you've always been about, apparently, 
but but to a kind of malicious degree. Yeah. Like the things Trump says, there a lot of them are funny, and to a certain degree, a lot of them are malicious to a certain yeah. degree. But Biden is to the core malicious with a lot of the things that he says. Yeah. But not only that, Biden has said these things and really hasn't had much of a track record to back up anything that he's saying. Trump has talked to talk, but he's definitely also walked the walk. I mean, he has yes. a whole three and a half years, four years, really, to 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 uphold everything that he's saying. And, and, and you'd be very surprised. Well, I, I know you wouldn't be, but I'm saying people in general, even like the foreign policy aspect of stuff, like where you're talking about the Iran deal. And I was talking to a, a Pakistani friend of mine, and he was saying how like, the Pakistan president respects Trump a lot, that they got along a lot. But he said, and and, and then the Pakistan's president was like, Obama, he liked to play that role, like, oh, uh, I'm kind of hands-off, kind of hands-off. He's like, mm-hmm. he got along way more with Trump because Trump is a lot more straightforward. And in, in, in the Middle East, that's why you're seeing so much success with Trump because they're those people are a lot, they're just straightforward people. Yeah. Like, nah, fuck that. This is not America. This is... Middle Eastern affairs, Russian affairs, even when, when he went to go talk to North Korea, it's a different tone. Yeah. It's a different mode of, of talking to people and the way you are. Why do you think that the more, the softer countries, they're the ones that are rolling their eyes, like Germany, like yeah. France. They're the ones that are like, oh, this is goofy. But like the other guys, the more, the more, uh, not I wouldn't say aggressive types, but just like the-, the Straightforward. Yeah, it's just straightforward politicians. They're like, yeah, I like this it, fucking It's guy. funny that you say that because remember even in Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, he talks about a Russian professor that he had. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, I don't think it was, the guy was a Russian professor. I don't know if it was his professor, but it was a Russian professor that he knew and he talked about how the culture there is so straightforward. Yes. And so, yeah, yeah 100%, that makes sense. And, and I, they resonated because, he, you know, that guy, he created his own party. So, so like, what would be the left and the right over there, they were very, like, corruptish. Um, and so he's, ah, I'm creating my own party. And then he got the military on his side, which was a big vo- voting block. So even in that sense, he got along with, with Trump in the sense that they... They found, you know, because even though Trump ran as a Republican, he really was his own thing. Like, Republicans kind of didn't have a, 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 he came out of left field, kind of. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my thing, and y'all don't know what the fuck you're doing. And so it, it's a different, it's just a different vibe on foreign policy that that's also scary. Because we went from Iran deal to now how the Middle East is. And a lot more peaceful. I mean, you know, things could pop off, but it, it, that situation, the ISIS situation, these are things that... A lot more under control. Yeah, yes, a lot very, more. Very much so. And putting it in the hands, like like that, that deal with Israel and the and uh, uh, the UAE. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of a big deal. You know, especially with Iran having problems with, with the UAE. Now you're you're bringing in like, well, hey, let's talk money. Let's Let's be profitable here. So that that dead shit because it's like, well, are we talking money? Or are we talking well, what are we what are we doing here? Which kind of isolates the whole Iran situation too. See, a lot of people they'll talk like like well, we'll talk about what Cardi B. Cardi B doesn't know shit, and she's talking about oh, you could have caused the war. No, you couldn't. Like you said, fuck that. Like I'll, I'll we're gonna destroy you if you keep fucking with us. And then now you're creating deals over there that that could be a little bit longer lasting and you're making the right friends over there and by friends you know what i mean like uh, you, there's always going to be that that difference of opinion between between politicians but at least like the the cordialness and like hey we could talk we could we could do this we could do and, that and, and show a way of life that could be a little bit more prosperous and lucrative for all parties involved if you play the game a, a certain way 100% yeah so that's why you haven't heard of people on, on really foreign policy it's all this domestic stuff and and then w- i mean we've covered it honestly if obama had did what trump has done in in the first term he'd be hailed as the messiah himself <laughs> yeah if he had yeah. done it. but but because it's trump 
people don't people don't like it. They they don't fuck with it. But really, it's been a historic first term. Yeah. Um, something kind of interesting that I was I was looking at in terms of approval ratings, and something that I think kind of hurts Biden a little bit. Histo- put things into historical context. So every president since let's go we'll go back all the way back to Kennedy. So Kennedy was elected in 1960. Kennedy won with 303 electoral votes. Right? So we go so in between in within Kennedy's first term he's assassinated, Lyndon B Johnson takes over. So Lyndon B. Johnson, because it's in the middle of the Civil Rights Act and everything like that in 1964, he wins with the most electoral votes that a Democrat president has ever won with, except for FDR. He gets 486 electoral votes, right? So so that that's a bump but now after that after the civil rights act which is big government overhaul big government so this what i'm doing is i'm putting into context how much democrats really need the government and government control and government subsidized shit to really get any votes yeah which is going to kind of make you wonder maybe there's something more to this coronavirus lockdown and them offering all of this shut that they they say yeah. they want to offer because Biden is offering a lot right now. He's like, oh, caretakers for for people that have to work, but their kids are at home. Like, all this shit that, like, where are you going to get the money for all of this shit? So anyway, we go to the next election of Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon wins with 301 electoral votes. Going up, Richard Nixon wins with way more electoral votes with 520 electoral votes rich richard nixon paints the map red so my point is you're gonna see in this trend as we as we continue to move forward every time an incumbent is in office the next time for their re-election they get more electoral votes but except for one president and we're gonna get to it soon so then richard nixon the whole watergate scandal pops off so they had to defame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Jimmy Carter comes in, wins with 297. Well, Jimmy Carter didn't even win re-election. Reagan comes in. He wins with 489. Reagan's re-election, 525. Sweeping. Jesus. That so was getting, one state, right? Huh? So it was just, he only didn't win one state or did he win? One or two states. Yeah. Uh, George Bush pretty much resting on the laurels of what he accomplished with Reagan wins with 426 George Bush senior George Bush doesn't win re-election we get Bill Clinton Bill Clinton 370 even Billy boy in the midst of going back and forth to Epstein's Island goes <laughs> jumps to 379 now so even Bill Clinton went up Bill Clinton went from 370 to 379 so then we go to bush bush 271 first term bush's second term we go to 286 so he goes up yeah we're now we're into obama obama 365 but obama's second term obama in all of those presidents that i just mentioned is actually the only president in his second term to go down in electoral votes at 332. And then after Obama, Trump, and we're waiting on Trump's impending re-election. To me, that tells me something about incumbency and the fact that Biden has been part of an incumbency. And in his incumbency, that particular incumbency, People liked you less the second time around. Coupled with the fact that you had to kind of get a whole coalition of Democratic politicians to band together for you to even be the front runner right now. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't... 
it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for him on top of the fact that eventually he's not going to be able to hide from questions any longer. So if you have Trump's approval rating, so I, I say all of that to correlate it all with where Trump's approval rating is right now. If you have Trump trending at 51, 52, on top of the fact that Biden has only has been the only person involved in an incumbency that you've actually gone down in electoral votes in re-election in modern history. Yeah. Coupled with you needed a whole coalition of Democratic politi- politicians to make you the front runner. Coupled with the fact that we still have debates coming up and and a, a time where you're not going to be able to dodge questions. Coupled with the fact that you keep changing your narrative, he's just he's being propped up. He's just really being yeah. propped up. Now, do you think that the polls have have done a better job, or have you heard that they've done a better job? Because they were, I'm looking at at the list here, and that's another thing too. It's like, what is really the truth, right? That's why if if you've noticed, we've and this is to the people listening, we've used Rasmussen a lot because, well, they were right. They were so, one of the more accurate ones. Yeah. Emerson was kind of accurate. Like, they they, they were, Rasmussen was one of the more accurate ones. And from what it seems like, Rasmussen seems to be, like, amongst the ones most respected, yeah. like, between the media and politicians and everything like that. And it's important to, to, to take note. Let me... Go over the list. Wisconsin, and this is just polls in general. Wisconsin was off by seven percent, um, or I'll say points, just to make it easier. Iowa seven points. Ohio four points. Michigan four. Minnesota three. Nevada three. Even though Nevada w- went to, it was actually projected to go to Trump, it went to and Hillary. it went to Clinton. Um, New Mexico three. Um, that one was also favorable for for her. North Carolina, she she three. took New Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took New Mexico, uh, pretty good too. It was what is it, uh, forty eh, forty eight forty five, somewhat you know, somewhat uh, close, not close enough. Um, North Carolina, three, Pennsylvania, which was a big one, uh, off by three. Um, Maine. That was off. It went to Clinton, but it was less than than projected. Uh, Arizona won. Colorado won. Florida. Florida was the only one where, for the most part, and Florida, though, it's always very, very, like, right there, even though I think Florida would go to Trump um, based off of the rhetoric we're we're hearing, but you, you never know. Georgia was close. New Hampshire was close. Virginia was correct, which went to Clinton. So very much a lot of like the the polls were 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 way off. So then makes you think, what did they learn? What did the pollsters learn? Did they what did they do wrong? Are these polls a little bit better? Are they are they more well rounded? What I don't necessarily know if they did anything wrong. I mean we gotta remember one thing. These sample sizes they're not in some cases, even the amount of a small town. So yeah. it's like you're you're getting people's opinions or you're getting, you know, what people are saying they're going to vote for. But that's really not enough to really gather on the grand scale what people are really going to do. On top of the fact that there are a lot of articles and a lot of data out there to suggest that there's a lot of shy Trump supporters. Yes. There's a there has been data recently and an article recently that talked about how a bunch of people believe, I think it's like over 50% of of the voting bloc believes that their neighbor will vote for Trump. Like that so that they don't think that that they would themselves would not vote for Trump, but they believe their neighbor would vote for Trump. Yeah. So right there, that kind of tells you that in and of itself tells you something. If you don't know who your neighbor would vote for, but you believe they would vote for Trump, yeah. that kind of tells you that you're of the mindset that Trump has done a good enough job 
where you could see other people voting for him. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 even the way people it's hard. It's hard. Right now it's very hard because there's not a lot of defense for the indefensible. And a lot of the indefensible is 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 that's on Biden's side. Yeah, and then also I think the indefensible and the emotional aspect of things i think that shit is fine and dandy in between elections for people but when it comes election time people care about their pocketbook yeah people care about the real shit like all of that shit they'll play the game when yeah. when when uh things are whatever oh yeah 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 fuck that dude yeah but man, i'm gonna vote for this motherfucker like man them tax cuts are too great but you know what i'm saying people are mostly drake more than they are kanye yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. They'll keep it safe. Yeah, and so definitely, uh, there's something to be said when you kind of put all of that stuff together. On top of, man, you look at what's going on in Democratic-ran cities. Eesh, like that has to drive people too, you know. Yeah, that's. Do you feel like? Well, obviously, in those Democratic-run cities, we might still see it go blue. M- most of them. Yeah, yeah. But do you feel that that like that right there is maybe the driving force on why, like, let's say a a state like Pennsylvania is now a toss-up. Yeah, a toss-up. Uh, do you think that like? The swing states are going to be looking at that like, uh, yeah, no. I mean, it definitely has something to do with it. I mean, one thing we know for sure, and fucking Don Limon revealed this in one of his <laughs> uh, uh, more recent newscastings about in 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 him talking about the riots and how it has to stop because it's it's affecting the polls. Yeah. He, he mentioned that in focus groups, that is something that's being brought up and, and people don't feel good about it. Of course they don't feel good about it. Like, what world do you live in where where you think people would rock with this shit? That's how you know, and I've been saying this now for years now, but that's how you know how detached CNN is. Are you just now realizing that people don't fuck with this? Yeah, You yeah. are fucking insane. You are just now realizing because of focus, group, focus groups and how it's affecting the polls. So now you have something that you can kind of measure that people don't fuck with, like these riots and looting. Yeah. But up until this point, you were so detached that you thought that it might be cool. Like people might actually rock with the shit. It reminds me of uh, Step Brothers. Like, Do you know how insane you sound? You need to be medicated. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 so crazy. And so... Definitely, it has something to do with it. But then also, maybe now that we're getting closer to the election, Trump is tightening in the polls. And if you notice, subtly, but it's happening little by little, the support for Trump is becoming more and more visual like these boat parades that they're doing, these car parades. And m- m- mind you, these are not things set up by Republican committees, the RNC, the Trump campaign. These are people either banding together on Twitter or Instagram or whatever forums they're involved in, yeah. meeting up, linking up, and all in the name of of rocking with Trump and the USA are fucking doing their own little celebrations and everything like that. Those things, those type of events are becoming more and more visual. So as we get in closer and closer to the election, yeah, maybe a lot of those people have never been polled. I know I've never been polled. So we get closer and closer to it and like they're coming out of the woodwork and they're not being silent anymore. I think that even though stuff like that is harder to quantify, but I think that stuff should be looked at too because who really is rallying for Joe Biden? Does a Joe Biden... I was thinking about this the other day because I was looking at like, damn, in all these videos, I see an outlandish number of American flags 
and I see an outlandish number of Trump flags. Well, let me let me take that back. I see an outlandish number of Trump flags. There's no such thing as an outlandish number of American flags. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I see an outlandish number of 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 Trump flags. And I was thinking to myself, does a Biden flag even exist? Is there such a thing as a my that's my yeah. point though, is like Trump and his campaign and the things that he's on is such a staple for his side. It's like, well, yeah, I know we I know there's Biden bumper stickers. I know there's the the Joe Blow 2020 sticker where yeah. Kamala is blowing the <laughs> the, 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 the J. <laughs> no, but um, but there's you know Biden has signs yeah. and stuff like that. But but flags. And then I saw this thing on Twitter, which is fine, kind of a funny assessment, an interesting assessment, I should say. But low key, I wouldn't doubt if it's pretty accurate. A guy was saying on Twitter, I I can't remember who. I want to say it's that. That Trump rapper, uh, Bryson Gray, I think that's his name. Um, let me let me look it up right now. I just want to be clear. I think his name is Bryson. Bryson Gray. He's the he like raps all about like yep, mega stuff. Bryson Gray. Yeah. Um, well, he said so. I think it was yeah, it was him. He said something on Twitter that was interesting and i found i found i think will be accurate we will find to be accurate he said i low-key think that everybody that i see with an american flag is more likely than not a trump supporter and i think there could be some accuracy to that because the love for this country and the repping of this country right now you see it coming from the right you really don't see the left like even even like you don't got to be BLM or Antifa because we know they hate this country. Yeah. But what I'm saying, just Democrats in general, you don't really see them rocking a lot of like American shit, like American flag stuff. Yeah. So that's a whole nother that, that, thing. That is that is crazy because, uh, and I'll admit, when I drive and and I see someone with like a, a with a truck and then they have the American flag, or if I see an American flag on the house and it's like they really, you know, made sure to put it out there, especially around now. It it does become a lot more synonymous with like oh is are they voting for Trump? Yeah. In your mind, it's yeah. like you you know I, I never sat down to think about that, but it makes me think like are there are they Trump supporters? You know because you're not seeing that type of love like you said. So that's actually a pretty crazy assessment that I never even sat down to yeah you know really think about like really like think about why I thought that you know yeah. what I mean? It was just be like oh they're probably. Oh, that's weird. And it's and it's interesting because of all the people that I know that are either undecided or rocking with Biden, I don't see a lot of patriotism from those people. And I I would I doubt that any of them even own an American flag, the undecided or or the Biden people. Meanwhile, Pretty much every person that I know rocks with Trump has an American flag, either like on their house or their car or yeah. something like that. So that in and of itself sort of suggests the degree of accuracy this guy might be on with his his observation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Before we jump into the next segment, though. Worst mayor in the nation. Who? Oh, uh, Wheeler. Uh, damn. I kind of spoke too soon. Because Lori Life was a garbage as mayor, too. Ah, oh, awful. Uh, that's a lot tougher than I thought. Because Wheeler's an easy one. What yeah. a stupid bitch. <laughs> no, but like. I think Wheeler's easy because the, his city is literally burning down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you got to be that. You got to be so but, stupid. But think about this though. We really didn't hear much about Portland other than like them burning it down. So that's like a concentrated effort to diminish the city. But you think about like Garcetti in L.A., oh, Lightfoot yeah, that, that in guy. Chicago, and De Blasio in New York. Can and, you read that tweet? from garcetti that was it garcetti yeah um 
Cause I, don't, I don't know if I could find it. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Cause that shit. Cause it, I sure as shit didn't retweet it or like it. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find that shit. That's just weird. Animal farm esque, like tweet. Like, yeah. What? Pretty much what what Garcetti had tweeted yesterday was something along the lines of it's almost three p.m. Uh, we need everybody in LA to do their part. Shut down your appliances, unplug them, that whatever you're not using, turn off whatever lights you're not using. Uh, just like some, like like trying to conserve energy, but oh. I, I don't know if they're trying to save money. I, I really don't know like what the, the thought process behind that is, but just such a wild thing to say in a major city, like the, the one of the most populated cities in this nation, to say that shit yeah. and somebody had tweeted uh commented on the tweet said nothing says i've failed like a mayor like this tweet <laughs> i failed as a mayor like, uh, with this tweet yeah like yeah because come on man you are pathetic you are so pathetic taxes are high you guys are for just yeah healthcare for everybody oh legal immigrants yeah that too at, at at some point, what what do the citizens gotta like do? Like at that point, like if I would have read that tweet, being an LA citizen, I'd just be like, shut the fuck up, just shut the fuck up. Like you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, have you seen how, uh, the cost of living here? How about you fix that? And 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 at that point, then you could t- tweet whatever it is you want to tweet because I think you got your hands full right now and you're not doing a very good job. Like it's it's at that point where where you realize how stupid someone must be to actually think that this would be a good tweet. Like now, over policing people when when all you do is just make policy that makes people's lives impossible. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I really can't see Garcetti, Lightfoot, Wheeler, or de Blasio getting reelected as mayors. Like if they if any of those four get reelected, those cities are lost. If if there's enough people and enough of a voting block in those cities to rock with those people, god damn. Yeah, that is is see, Lori Lightfoot, she's terrible and hypocritical, but it's like she's been like real flip floppish. She was like, "Oh, we're not gonna defund the police." All right, let's take the statue down. It's like she picks her her battle. So at least she's somewhat methodical. Still garbage, but just not that not as stupid as like a Wheeler and Garcetti. I'll give her that. Like you you've, you're picking your battles at least. Garbage as fuck, but you're picking your battles. You're not just saying we're gonna defund the police. But then at the same time too. If you're willing to give in so easily, right? Yeah. With 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 the statue, what you know, you yeah, might I see what you're saying. Like yeah. Garcetti and Wheeler, well, and De Blasio too, out of the four, they'll all stay on the sinking ship. Yeah. They'll go down with it. Her, like, she'll jump off. I mean, it's probably too late for her, but she'll start try to jump off when yeah, b- before it's all bad. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but We'll see. Uh, that, that was that's so a hell of a list, you, though. You, you don't you don't have. A... Um. Uh. Yeah. You mentioned Garcetti. It's definitely between Wheeler and Garcetti. Um. That's tough. That might be a toss up. At this point, this you don't, is. You don't think the Blasio? The Blasio is horrible, but I think. Uh, uh, Portland. I I think the Blasio is bad. But but Portland and 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 um, L.A. are are just a like next level bad, you know, like next level bad. De Blasio's bad, but again, we've we've established Lord Lightfoot's bad too. It's just I I, I I could see I could see De Blasio. I don't know if he's played politics as 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 well as Lori Lightfoot because like again Lori Lightfoot, she's picking her battles and kind of like, you know, smoke and mirrors, throw glitter in people's faces and then disappear before she has to talk about shit. I think uh, De Blasio won't catch the heat that that Wheeler and 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 Garcetti 
would just because it's that bad over there. It's just really that bad. Like, I could see myself wanting to move to New York. Maybe not. But, like, being like, oh, maybe I'll give it a try. I'll never move to L.A. I'll never move to Portland. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I you're that you bad. So, whereas, whereas like, at least you get New York. New York has some, some uh, I don't know, like, the, the, ambient, the ambience is a little bit better there. So, I think maybe he gets couple points for me just for, for that alone mm-hmm. but maybe maybe if they all go it's just it's better best for us <laughs> better for us all yeah all right jumping into the next segment um essentially putting it pretty lightly candace owens uh the head of the blexus movement uh, she just wrote a book called Blackout. I don't know if it's out yet, but she's starting to promote it. Um, very intelligent when it comes to politics. Has a lot of good ideas, especially for the black community. Recently got into a feud online with Cardi B. And she destroyed her. Uh, putting That's putting it lightly. She destroyed Cardi B. So... As a lot of you may know, there's a Cardi B song out. It's called WAP, W-A-P, Wet Ass Pussy. So fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a big song. A lot of people rocking with it. It's pretty much uh, like just thought shit, like whole shit on on a record. Like it's nothing like we haven't. Well, literally like the little samples. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) that's what it is. Nothing, nothing like that different than the shit that female rappers have been on lately. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's some people like it. There's, it's gotten some criticism from, right-wing commentators ben shapiro criticized the song uh just more so from the cultural aspect of what it promotes and then recently on uh ben shapiro sunday special he had candace owens on there and they have a discussion about his critique of cardi b song wap candace owens gives her opinion of it which more or less matches ben shapiro's opinion that a song like this doesn't do anything good for the black community. It's some straight up baby mama shit. Um, it's uh, it's just just some just whack ass <laughs> shit. Yeah. And Cardi B responds on Instagram TV with the dumbest response ever. So as you might have heard how i mentioned the word politics in the intro i called it politics uh that's a cardi b reference because apparently um cardi b is very much and highly involved in politics or as as she pronounces (laughs) politics she's she's very much into politics and she you know knows all this stuff but in her whole igtv monologue it's nothing but regurgitated talking points that we've been hearing for years now, coupled with stupid ass assessments of things that I don't even know how somebody could come up with such an assessment about things that have gone on. And then finalizing it with just straight up blatant lies, things that just never took place. So Candace Owens gets on her Instagram uh, and does an IGTV video and destroys Cardi B. He, she calls her a puppet. She says, you don't know anything about this stuff. You're uneducated. It is wild. Very good. Uh, well, it's not a good exchange because just Cardi B is totally out of her depth, but it is awesome seeing Candace Owens lay in to that Hollywood-ass bitch. And it's funny because like she's Candace Owens is getting a whole slew of support and backing for what she's doing. And right now the story is getting so much traction that they say that it might actually make the like the national news waves tonight because yeah. it's it's getting that much traction. Which is not good. Like you do not want Cardi B uh 
being the face of anything when it comes to politics. And that was another big uh, uh, point that Candace Owens made towards Cardi B is pretty much saying you do realize that the only reason the Biden campaign reached out to you to do an interview when they won't do an interview with any other real journalist yeah. is because you're a puppet and you, they see you as stupid. You're stupid enough where dude is going to be able to say the clown ass shit that he says yeah. and like there's not going to be any pushback because you're a moron which is true because when he got bit when he had the interview <laughs> with Charlemagne the god Biden had one of his worst moments in his entire career yeah but Charlemagne he don't give a fuck like he he has his bias but he'll ask tough questions that's yeah. the whole point <laughs> it's like what the fuck well, we know Charlemagne's philosophy, and his yeah. his philosophy is you're either of the industry or of the people, and he's of the people. Even yeah. though I totally don't agree with his politics, yeah. but he will ask the tough questions. And as a result of well, it wasn't really the result of a tough question because they were he already asked, yeah. they were already checking out. And yeah. Biden is like, I tell you what, if you have trouble picking who yeah. you're going to vote for, me or Trump, then you ain't black. How boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up that you took you got your Woo! black card taken by joe biden a white man old man so Which, what's uh what were your thoughts of of that whole back and forth that whole exchange it was bad i mean this was i mean we're talking of course this ain't rap but a rapper's involved but you just grabbed cardi b took her in your world and like this would be like uh, what is it? Well, what's the uh, this is what Pusha T did to Drake? Story of added on, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm surprised that after she was done, like, because because this was bad, this was not even this was so bad that like she was getting real petty, and, and then and then she said, Oh, here, I'm gonna send you a book, it's a signed book, maybe you could learn how to, you know. A little bit more about politics and what I'm talking about. It was just that petty. I was like, man, this is. I was surprised that uh, the next day she didn't release like a like a <laughs> diss song with Pusha T, and you know what I mean, like featuring Nicki Minaj, just getting at at uh, Cardi B. Yeah, it was it was it was horrible. And 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 with Cardi B, it was just a lot of like uh, it made me believe. And 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 actually. Candace Owens mentioned this, I think, w with another IG uh, TV video. She said, "You don't even show your face. Like, what what happened? Like, you're always showing your face when you do these videos, and it's true. Like, why aren't you? Like, what are you scared of, or what? You're usually very vocal and very like. So, so just off the bat, the audio was messed up. You're not looking at the camera. You're not. You're, the camera's nowhere near your face." So it's this like, shit ain't even important to you. Yeah, and yeah. then and then you're spewing falsities, right? And then you're saying stuff that like, again, if I was on your side, I can't even defend you. Yeah, it's like, oh, Soleimani, you sh you shouldn't. You yeah, she said that Trump killed. gloated when Soleimani. Well, she didn't even say Soleimani because she doesn't even know. I'm sure she doesn't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the guy from I. She said, I think a guy from Iran. When a guy from Iran was killed, uh, uh, Trump gloated. I don't care what he did. You don't do that. What? You wild ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, look at again the track record in, in in the Middle East. You know, very good, very good. Very, you've avoided war. Everyone said, "Oh, if Trump gets in office, World War Three, World War Three, World War Three. This is a motherfucker that's literally avoided war. He he hasn't avoided confrontation. No, two different things. Yeah, though. like he he definitely, basically, he's like, listen, I don't give a fuck. I'll blow you half to hell. You want that? Okay. And then that's been enough where you're like, oh shit. All right, we don't want we don't want yeah. any. We don't want any. Then you have Israel. God damn, that's a scary ass military." And, and what they did to Syria. Then now you have Israel uh, being cordial again with Saudi Arabia. Damn, that's that's kind of scary. Saudi Arabia doesn't get uh, along with Iran. Now you're cornering Iran. Oh, shit. 
then then again what i said about pakistan you're you're slowly making your friends in the middle east where it's starting to become a lot more like the guys who are going to be idealist and the guys who are going to be about the money what do we want prosperity or blowing motherfuckers up just because like that we we have an idea this is these are our, our ideas right yeah everyone said yo you couldn't you couldn't um uh the whole jerusalem situation uh move the was what was it the embassy yeah oh you can't do that he did it what happened what happened Nothing happened, cause y'all fucking talk a lot, but but you ain't gonna do shit. But but you do know Cardi B knows nothing <laughs> about what you're talking about, right? Like, yeah, just so you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, oh, like sure. you literally would say all that to Cardi B, and she ah, <laughs> like whatever the fuck that oh, is. <laughs> oh yeah, she'll be like yeah, what the f- yeah, she she wouldn't know what what. She'd like be she fucking po- checked out. This is what this is how you know Candace Owens got got to her though. This is, I want I want to show you this. This is on her on her Instagram, and for anybody that wants to go and see that shit, is two things that are that are very funny. Oh no, it's the same. It's the same caption. So right here is a picture. I'm gonna describe it for the listeners. A picture of a black a bunch of black uh. uh political commentators that were invited to the white house that uh were praying with donald trump yeah um they wanted to pray for him while they were there so you have uh the what what's the those two uh black ladies that love trump silk Uh, and silk and uh ah diamond and silk diamond and silk then that that comedian um uh i know who you're talking about um he was there a bunch of a bunch of uh, black political commentators were there. So Cardi B took that picture, and in that picture where they're praying for Trump, and he's like looking at the camera, and their hands are on his shoulders. She captions this: "This is what Terrence Williams." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Terrence Williams is the black comedian. This is what you call pandering. This is how Trump wants black people to praise him. There is no president in the world, not Obama, not FDR, my faves. That would do this. Okay. First off, bitch, you don't know who FDR is. I I would bet one of my buildings that prior to this whole fiasco, Cardi B did not know anything about FDR. Maybe the most that dude existed. But other than that, like any of his policies or anything like that, I would bet one of my properties that that she did not know. I will never praise no politician. Jesus Christ. Can you at least... Are we speaking... If we're going to talk like... I have a civil debate. Can we speak proper English? I understand. Music is a different thing. Music has its different lingo. And you talk, but like... You can't even... Yeah. This is horrible. So, that in and of itself is so wild. First off, it's, it's it's such a disingenuous caption describing what's going on in the picture. But furthermore... You're o- you only post something like that because Hearst calling you uneducated and ignorant about the topic of politics had to get to you. So you had to throw in something that so- some Democratic pundit probably threw you. Yeah, like here, mention FDR, mention Obama. I'm sure she knows who Obama is and she probably even knows some things about Obama. Yeah. But FDR, get the fuck out of here. That's number one. Number two, what's so hypocritical about this goof is she in her time talking about politics has mentioned her taxes her taxes her taxes but everybody that you rock with is gonna increase your tax rate biden is gonna increase your tax rate because according to his assessment he's gonna raise taxes on people that make over four hundred thousand dollars a year well that's definitely you cardi b so you're gonna pay a lot more in taxes but that's that's biden's assessment it's probably going to end up being a lot more than what he's saying it's going to be and affect a lot more people than he's saying it will affect obama raised taxes fdr don't even don't even think about it so all these people that you supposedly rock oh and she rocked with bernie so all these people that you supposedly rock with are going to do the opposite of what would help what you're complaining about yeah yeah uh, it's 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 just somebody who's just say, saying shit. They don't know what they're talking about. And 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 me going to to school enough. I mean, we all did, right? 
but paying attention to the stuff that people would just take as like, oh, well, this is this must be the truth because my teacher says it because all these people are saying it. Oh, duh. Yeah. Let me just follow what everyone says. Duh. Well, she she's coming off like that. Like, yeah, you don't just sit down. And, and you could still have a leftist talking point, however however bad it, it, it might still be, but at least know what you're talking about. You clearly don't. And if this does make like national news, this is not going to be good for, for, for uh, the left. No. Because like, now they're going to be asking her, all right, cool, well, can you, can you take this interview? Can you can you go to Fox? Can you go to Oh God? Go? And it's like, oh <laughs> man, you have her? You have her talking for, for you guys? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, not even like smart people, like and, and what I mean by smart is like people that can finish a, a a logical sentence that makes sense, like Jay Z and Beyonce, you know, people that, that could speak well. They couldn't save Hillary. Yeah. So 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 you know now now I don't know what you're trying to do at this point. You're going for Cardi B. And and, and then I remember that interview. Just just dumb stuff. Like you should have you should have picked somebody else. So, yeah, this makes national uh, headlines, and and it's like, and you're right. It's picking up traction because now, as we're speaking, I'm I'm getting uh, uh, all types of headlines from different news articles about this co Candace Owens Candace Owens slams uh, Cardi B Cardi B strikes back it's starting to become this this whole big beef and and it's it's only Monday yeah <laughs> so you guys will listen to this to, uh, on Tuesday which is tomorrow and 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 by then shit what's what's going to happen I don't I don't know who's going to be interviewed Who's going to be talking about this? Because really, right now, people are talking about it, but more so just kind of. And what's wild is what <laughs> what greater time for Candace Owens to do this shit when she has a book coming out? Yeah, that, that's another thing too. So, so in that regard, she she's she's fifty centing the situation. Yeah, because fifty cent was notorious for using beefs as like, all right, cool. Since you want some, I'll make some money, and he made money. Uh, fifty cent was was so great. That like when when uh when he had that beef with the game he owned he 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 got the trademark for GU not so when game was selling those shirts he was actually getting paid off of that yeah so I was like damn this guy's just a chess player so fuck it Candace Owens she 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 well I don't think Ether's a, a one of the classic diss songs in my opinion but to to most people yeah so she ethered yeah definitely <laughs> ethered Cardi B. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Thank you guys so much for last month, August. The numbers were crazy. They were great. So thank you. Whatever you're doing is working. And clearly whatever we're doing on our side is working. So Keep it up. Keep sharing. Remember, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple, and Google. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.